Thank you for listening to the program. In John chapter 6, is the, I want to try to kind of finish up about the miracle of the bread. Uh, the feeding of the 5,000 is what it's known as. And it was a profound, big miracle in, in that way, but still the power and authority it took to do anything like that for one person or 10 or 100, obviously. It's about who he was. And John specifically, his gospel is about, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, was God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made was made. In him was life, and he, the life of him was the light of men. The light of men were darkness, or is darkness, and the light shines in the darkness. Darkness comprehends it not. That's how John opens up and starts out. Before there was, uh, that's all about him. That's all it can be. And that's all that's true, even in the other Gospels. But they do present, they're called the synoptic Gospel, or some word there about how they all tend to look at it in a certain way. John looks at it, not that he doesn't give events and times and all that, but he looks at it differently because of how he knew him. He was closest to him, and what he wrote was by inspiration of the Spirit of God within him to do that. I believe that. But still, it was through them, and that was because they who they were. You can see that in their writings, their way of thinking as even God's person. And that brings out the truth of, well, how in the world can we be a person and him be us and us be him? See, I don't know. It's a mystery, but believe me, it is true and it can be. And it is. Just like he said, the Father and I are one. Two persons, but actually one spirit and one person, but two. Meaning they would, there was no conflict is, is another way to look at it. Uh, but what I did uh, in looking at the account there in John is he put how what was important in, in a way of how he, he put it. But I do believe we are supposed to put all the four Gospels together. <clears throat> There's no question really about that. That's why they're put that way, not just so you have to struggle with the pieces and and put them together. It's just that it shows four different views of him, as it were, four different accounts. And most things are in at least a couple of Gospels. Sometimes they're the same, but a lot of times there's things different. One of those things about this that's different is that John leaves down, and I think Luke doesn't record, but Matthew and Mark do. And it's very important in that if you read this, well, you can assume, and I did, like I was saying, Philip kind of didn't want to see the multitude. They were tired of people and pressured, and that was true. That was true. But in the other accounts you read, and they also, in this, in view of this, right uh, before that, they had went out, given the power and authority to go out witness for him and do miracles, which were his sign, but they could do them so people would know then, they, well, you represent him, and that kind of thing. And they were coming back to tell him that, and they find that John the Baptist, who he said was Elijah, the one that came before him, he really truly was, but they'll do unto him like they're going to do unto me. And they realized he wasn't, 
uh, he was serious about that. And the whole thing about not the kingdom now, not deliverance now, I came to to uh, be crucified, to die, to make a way to live in you. That's what this is all about, the promise of the Spirit. And they struggled with that, and he knew that. He told them, when that time comes, then you'll understand the things I've said because I will live in you as the Spirit and bring to your remembrance these things and guide you into all truth. So still the truth about this was, Philip, they had that tragedy all of them. They came to the Lord and told him what had happened, John the Baptist. He knew. But to them, it they knew John the Baptist wasn't dead, so-called. He was still alive in paradise, his spirit. They understood that. But it meant, well, they'd lost their friend, yeah, that was true. But it also meant, I think, anyway, what they didn't want to hear him say was, I'm going to uh, Jerusalem to die and then raise from the dead and go back to my father and be gone a long time. See, I don't think they wanted to hear that. Even at the end of 40 days there, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of 40 days, they ask him, what about now? What about after the 10 days when you come back in the Spirit and live in us? How about you just coming back and ruling the world too? See, and still they didn't realize until after the fact how important he was living in them. That's what it is all about. That's what I'm saying. He is all that, and that's all there is, truly, truly. That makes us who we are or not or what, however you want to look at it, but it's because of him, uh, however that is. But that was part of what I didn't bring out was how they were. That was part of the story. That was how they were feeling. And he said to them, it said, one account said when Jesus heard that, what they said, well, he knew that. But when they said that, he said, Let's go to a private place then and be apart from this. And let's leave in the night. And they did, but still someone saw him and, you know, the whole thing. That's what happened here. So that helps a little bit see where Philip was coming from. What I'm saying is what that has to do with it is they had to trust him in every way and everything. And what are we? What's our struggle? Kind of that, wouldn't you? I would say that, yeah. One way or another, you have to trust him. I'm at the end of my life. I'm having to trust that, yeah, that's the way it is, and it's good. See, I want to say, oh, hold it. That's not right. That's not fair. Lifespan should have been, you know, well, you know, then I don't do that. I try not to do that, but it certainly comes in your mind. And when you're younger as a believer, well, yeah. Yeah, and it's a process. There's no question about that life. The whole thing was a process, and it was in his mind, and he put it out there and did it, creation and all, spirits and all. He's in control of all that, and that is impossible, he says, for another creature, a creature to believe I'm not one and that I am the creator. That is impossible, and if you do believe that, you know if you know that beyond doubt, and you do, you know that I gave you that, or you wouldn't believe that. You can't. And I believe that. I see that. That's more or less how I came to know him was he knew me. He chose me. He found me. I didn't even have the experience of even thinking I chose him. But anyway, I don't mean to, to waste the time that is is that I have. And it I don't want to take overtime, and I was in radio long enough, and it wasn't very long before you learned the lesson, hey, programs are 20, 30 minutes for a reason. 
There's several reasons for that. But uh, here, Philip and the disciples and the Lord, they were they had more on their mind than just being hungry or being too busy and didn't have time to eat. Let's get away. Even though that was true and did happen. But here, it was on top of that, John the Baptist had just been, had his head cut off, and they buried what was left of him, his body, and went to tell him about it. And he said, let's privately get on the ship at night and let's leave. Let's go somewhere and be alone. And they go there, and Philip and them finally, how could it get any worse? And Philip looks up and sees the multitude. <laughs> Yeah, he would say, I can't believe this, <laughs> you know, and I would, it's not funny. I don't know why I laugh. It's like what someone said about a tribe of people one time. They have a great sense of humor. You could fall and break your neck. They would laugh and then the next second be rushing out to help you. And that's kind of true of human nature. I'm not sure why. There are a lot of things I don't know. Like my dad used to say, there's three things I don't know, and that's one of them. But here, anyway, there's four Gospels, and we should look at them. They are for a reason, and it's not just to play games. It's that it gives different views, and each one does stand alone. But all together, it's like the living creatures around the throne. I believe that to be a reality, because men have been caught up and seen that. And there was no, it was just, hey, that's what we saw. And separated by thousands of years, men, hundreds of years, and all that. So they are there, I believe that. And they do have four faces. So you think about that, and you look at them from any direction, you would see the same four faces, but a different face, but the same one has a lot of meaning to it but they are that they are those creatures and they have those so it's and i've even seen uh preacher they try to liken the gospel i'm not saying they're not somehow like that four of them there are four of them and but to say those faces on those creatures represent the four gospels and they don't really exist that's where the wheels come off for me no no, they do exist. And I'm not saying that's not some symbolic idea there at all. Obviously, there are four Gospels. But still, the faces of the living creature, that alone, one looks like a man, the others look like animals. What's that? <laughs> Does that mean the Gospels? Are, see, no, three of them are different. That's true. There, I'm not saying there's not something to it. There is. But anyway, there is something too as uh, talking about it or... Like Paul, they didn't have this written down as it were anyway, and everybody had their copy of it. And so it was a it was a story or a, a, the event, the accounts, and him telling it, he wouldn't have, I don't know, it just all goes together. And so, and the other thing was, and you'd say, well, it's not as important, but it is the more I thought about it, was it says there, here in John, they came to take him by force. They said, ah, you're the Messiah, you're the king, we believe in you, and we're going to make you. They knew somehow or another they knew it had to be by force because they knew already. People did at this point know already. Why a year later then you came out? What's the problem? And the, his own men would say, he's already telling us he's not going to. It's not going to the kingdom. It's not going to happen right now. He came to give his life, and, and he's going back home, and then we'll come back at a later time, that kind of thing. So the crowd, I don't know how else to look at that. They He perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him king, and he departed into the, a mountain himself alone. And I 
was, I'd say in my own mind, guilty of not saying, well, it, he didn't, they didn't step aside for him. He didn't maybe hide their eyes. He didn't maybe disguise himself. He maybe didn't disappear, all those things that maybe did happen before. And you look in the other accounts, it's like John the Baptist. Yeah, you see that here, it's not here. But what you see there is he commanded the men, for one thing, to get in the boat and go across the sea. And they did, and that's where the storm came and all that. They didn't want to leave him. They didn't want to do that. You could be sure of that. And the multitude certainly didn't want to leave. They had just got there and this and that. But he told them, it said he commanded the men to leave. And then he was with the multitude, him and them. And he told them, commanded them to leave, to go home or whatever. I don't know how. And the story is more, they went off some ways. But then the next morning they came, he wasn't there. And he went on the other side and he was there. And they said, how'd you get here? And all that. It, it's really kind of quite a like the resurrection story in the morning when they came and went. And it's it's quite a story, really. You put it all together. But that comes from the four gospels. It's like four dimensions, not to be tedious. But you can't observe the first dimension unless you're in the second, third, fourth. So you have to be in the fifth dimension to observe three plus four is time. Yeah, and all that. So it's just a logical thing. Any physicist or scientist would understand that and it is true you have to there's no other way you have to and no and the rule of science that now i wonder what happened to it is the observer cannot observe himself and they get to the point of saying now and they have for several years saying hey consciousness seems to be the the big thing how are we going to study that my answer is don't you realize you can't <laughs> you can't do that and so anyway, that's kind of, but here uh, is what happened, the events, but all of them are, he commanded them to leave. And try to imagine that, him telling you, the men, imagine that. He told us to get in the boat and leave him there. He wants to be alone with his father again. It was nothing, uh, something new. They knew that about him. And he did that. But But still, this here, the crowd, they sure wouldn't have wanted to. They were in the mood for force. They were going to make him king. So what power transmitted there? See what I'm saying? When he, I think they would say when he looks at you, you realize who he is, and he tells you to step aside or go home, you do. Peter would say, yeah, tell me about it. And that's what happened. That's who he was. Now, he was not a man. That's like he said, I am not a man like you. And he didn't live as a man. I say that. But that was him. His body was perfect, pure, his blood. Or he couldn't offer that as a sacrifice. And his spirit, obviously, wasn't given to him by measure. He was the spirit of God. He was broken for us. That's a profound, heavy thought. Think about it. We're supposed to think about it. That's what he did for us. He was made sin. Anyway, uh, the thing here was he commanded them to leave and he departed into the mountain himself alone can you imagine being the only observer watching all this happen the men get out in the boat and they don't want to leave and the crowd yeah they don't want to leave but they know he's what do you do like when the little girl is healing he told them to get out they got out the temple he told them get out they got out i don't know what to say i would do the same thing you would think, do we today? 
he lives in us? Do we listen to him? No, I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I want to, and I do, but then I don't, and all these things. That's the struggle. But it's supposed to be. It is that way. But that doesn't mean you don't struggle. You give that up, and that's defeat. But you don't overcome it to where there is no struggle. Even Paul said, I haven't arrived. That's what he means in the word is, I'm not perfectly perfect, but I do live the way of love. I don't, and you know it. He told them, if I didn't even do miracles, you would know I have the gift of love. I'm one of the apostles. So apparently they had a gift of love that would just maybe make them wonder about it, but it would make other people say, wow, only God would. So that's true, but that he lives in us. So that is possible. Truly, it is. But it takes dying to yourself. I don't mean sort of. I mean really, really, really dying to your right to be unforgiving. And when you do that, it's kind of like that one of my favorite sayings is, if you learn to put salt on a bird's tail, you can catch them. It's not about putting salt on their tail. It's about that bird being afraid for you to get up close. You figure out how to not make that bird afraid of you. That's how you catch them. That's how you put salt on his tail. So that's what, you know, I was told that as a little kid, and I went and asked my dad, what, can I have a salt shaker? What for? And they thought it was funny. It wasn't funny to me. I was out there trying to catch the birds, and it was serious. And that old man told me, well, you put salt on the tail, you can catch him. Oh, all right. That's, we never get over that. Tell me the answer. Oh, I know this. I know that. No, we don't. No, we don't. What do we know that someone else hasn't known? Nothing. Like uh, they say, the scripture says, what would you bring into this world? Really? Really? <laughs> him, him, the spirit, that's who we have from his place, his spirit. See, that is so profound. But anyway, they would say we lived with him every day. We, like John says in his letters, that makes that, that first one, it makes it real important. We watched him, heard him, touched him, lived with him day after day after day. We knew he was God. But you talk about him being tired and can't wake him up and he's hungry and, well, I've walked far enough. I'm tired. I'm going to rest. Y'all go get some food. I'm hungry. He was a man. No, they'd say, no, he wasn't. No, he was God. And he was the image. He wasn't in the image of man. See what I'm saying? He was. That was him. I do believe that. At first, I I don't. I struggled with a lot of concepts. I knew who he was, God. But this whole idea of doctrine and truth, uh, it comes clear as years go by. But anyway, it's all about him. I'll stand on that statement. And he is the living bread and the living water. And those things you grow from them. You're born again by the living water and bread, but you don't just stop at one bite or one drink. You could, but you don't. You live on that, and that is called profiting. That's trading in his spirit, his love, and it's still you. All you have to do is give up your unforgiveness, and that the rest of it takes care of itself. It will, believe me. It will. And that is the struggle, is giving up unforgiveness. The other is not the struggle. We make that because then we don't have to worry about the other unforgiveness. No, but that's what it is. And that's like he said, I'll tell you the truth. And like Paul said, you either want to kill me or tell me not to come back or something, but not because they're not telling the truth. It's so hard to hear. Who wants to die to themselves? I had a believer tell me, you know, what you're saying, I understand that, but the problem is that 
And they paused a minute and said, I kind of like myself. <laughs> well, what is self? What is that defined by? Well, I love if I want to. If I don't, I don't have to. Well, no, he does. He, do, he don't even think that way. He unconditionally loves the spirit of every person. He hates what they think and do when it's against him. Yeah, but there's a big difference there. Anyway, I do appreciate everyone uh, taking time to listen because it is so important, so important. And he says here, he ends up this over here, the words I say, the spirit is profitable to you. What I'm telling you, not my flesh and bones for you to eat, that's not the issue here. But the issue is, do you believe in me that way to where I live in you? And no man can come to me except it were given to him of my father. And from that time forth, many of them said, that's it. And they wouldn't walk with him anymore. And he said to them, will you go away also? And Peter said, to who? <laughs> Only you have eternal life in you. Only you are God. Where are we supposed to go? We know you're Christ, the Son of God. See, that's, and I don't know. It's something just to imagine how it would have been. But they would say, yeah, that was all one thing. But when we were born again, he came into us. We were on fire, literally. Not with good works, with who he was in them. That's all. They could speak in tongues, yeah, but that, that wasn't the issue. It was who they were. They were different, and they knew it. They were born again, and that's not a belief. It is a belief, but it's more than that. It's him living in you, not with you, around you. You know that. He said to them, you know that, the Spirit, that way. But he will be in you. And like Paul said, don't you know you are the temple? He said, first, don't you know your body? Well, yeah, yeah. Me and him are in my body. Don't you know you are the temple? And the Lord said, My Father and I will come and build our abode, our monet, our mansion. Actually, it's the same word. Our living place. We'll build that in you and we'll be there. Well, how does that work? That's spiritual reality. It's more real than here. Believe me, it is. It is. It has to be. What is it, less real? There's the alarm. That's perfect. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the program.